0: Hi
1: everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of the Arkan Hack the Bracket podcast with me, Matt Ford. I'm joined by Ben Newton. Hi everyone. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to be talking all things Arkan, and then we're going to fast forward straight to the bracket. So get ready to hack the bracket with me and Ben. Just before we start, this isn't going to be our normal sort of podcast, is it, Ben?
0: No, this one's going to be a lot more Q&A. And why is it going to be more Q&A style? Because in long form, we need to explain... Uh, why this started, how it came across and really be able to talk about uh, the reasons why we started this? So basically
1: we can seriously talk and it's not a good idea to put us both in front of a microphone because this would turn this pretty simple podcast of an introduction to Arkan into something two hours long. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> right, so that's just a bit of a heads up that this one is gonna be a little bit different probably to our normal format, but uh, it is what it is. So uh, hope you like it and yeah, let's crack on.
0: So I'll lead off here then. Matt, one of the biggest questions in the fitness industry has always been how fit am I? And that's echoed from beginners all the way up to advanced uh, gym users and athletes. Can you shed some light on that that question? What tends to happen is when people
1: go into the gym, they they don't have a a particular frame of reference to compare themselves against. So what they do is they compare themselves unrealistically against people who are older or younger, uh, sometimes even bigger or smaller, which leads to an unrealistic view of their own ability and what they think they should be capable of in the gym. And that, that's really dangerous because it can be massively demotivating for someone and they can actually sometimes believe that they're not good as good as somebody else and that they shouldn't even probably be in the gym in the first place. So we wanted to find a way to let everybody know what their own ability was, how well they're doing, perhaps even what their potential is, uh, and make it as simple as possible so that we could, break down those kind of stereotypes and those misconceptions um, so that we could make people understand their fitness and and actually kind of how to forward it and how to progress it in the first place.
0: So you're essentially levelling the playing field then for everyone to compete against themselves rather than everyone else that's in the gym.
1: Yeah, 100%, yeah. Stop stop the comparison. Stop trying to do what somebody else can do and, and just make it all about you.
0: So to actually improve your fitness then, you've actually got to put in the work, put in the time, put in the effort.
1: Yeah, because... Ultimately, we're we're kind of driven by data. So, you know what a Fitbit is, right? Mm -hmm. So, what does a Fitbit track? Heart rate, tucks of steps, tucks of sleep. Is it going to tell you how strong you are? No. Right. Why isn't it going to tell you how strong you are? Because it's not in the gym with you lifting that weight. Exactly. So, you've, you've physically got to lift the weight. There's nothing out there that can tell you, as a 35 year old female who weighs 60 kilo, who's five foot eight, how much you should be able to lift. Uh, A a Fitbits not going to do it an Apple watch isn't going to do it but that's the information that you need to tell you how strong you are the same principle applies that a Fitbit or an Apple watch or a heart rate monitor or any of those different kind of metric uh, uh, data devices if you do a 500 meter row it's going to tell you your heart rate on that 500 meter row but it's not going to tell you how good your performance was yeah so this is the key that you physically need to do this stuff in the gym to get your data to be able to then program off the back of it because without it, you have no comprehension of how good you or bad you are at something and therefore you can't program. And this is where that we, we loop straight to the start again. This is where the comparison comes from. So data data's all good and well, but you need the right kind of data to work from because other, otherwise you just it's just useless data that's going to sit on your watch or um, sit in your app and, and you're never going to be able to use it. So that, that's where we're coming from. You physically have to do the work in the gym to understand yourself.
0: So you actually need to get as much data as possible to build up this bigger picture, a holistic picture of where you are.
1: Yeah, because that, that's, that's going to give you the information that you need to be able to create a program that's going to work, that's going to see you progress. Um, and that ultimately is going is to bring you the results that you want in the gym. Yeah, a, a watch isn't. You physically have to get on the kit. Grab hold of the bar, do your deadlift, do your squat, get on the rower, get on the runner, do whatever you want to do. Whatever your goal is attached to, but you have to physically put in the work to be able to get your data out, uh, to be able to program off the back of it. It's as simple as that.
0: So it's essentially an ownership tool then. But can you explain what the tool actually is? Yeah, so I
1: kind of always refer to Arkin as an engine. So just like the engine in a car that the car doesn't go anywhere without the engine. So your fitness technically doesn't go anywhere without the data that you get off Arkan. So the whole principle of Arkan is if we keep it really simple for a minute and we look at one isolated movement. So if we look at something like a deadlift, all Arkan is there to do is you go in the gym, you do your stuff that we talked about earlier on, you go and deadlift. It uses the data. So it says you've done a five rep max deadlift of 100 kilo. It uses the data that you've inputted. So it says, okay, I recognize that you're a male, you're 80 kilo, you're six foot, and you're 44 years of age, and you've lifted 100 kilo for your five rep max. It then uses a series of algorithms to, um, uh, within the engine to look at, to say, right, what's the minimum, your floor? What's the maximum we'd expect, your ceiling? Where do you sit? And it gives you a personalized score of your fitness, yeah? Or your deadly fitness, okay? you then use that data to do whatever you want with. So you either programme around it or you get somebody else to programme around it, like a personal trainer or a strength and conditioning coach. And they should be able to use that information to then be able to understand how far you need to go yeah, in order to progress uh, by what percentage they need to um, programme you and therefore create you a really ultimate uh, programme to gain results. Does that make sense? So an
0: individualised programme then?
1: Yeah, we're scrapping cookie-cutter programmes. So this is as far away from a cookie a cookie cutter program as you could possibly get um, because it's data driven it's using actual data that you've done in the gym, you've done it, not somebody else um, and therefore it's it's yeah creating that ultimate personalised
0: program. So we have an ownership tool then, but what does this tool actually look like?
1: I refer to Arkin as the engine of your fitness that's, that's kind of what, what I use it as, so just like the engine of a car that you can't go anywhere without it or the car's not gonna move without it. That's how we kind of see Arkin in in relation to your fitness. It's the data that you're getting out of the platform in order to then go forth and progress. So I'm gonna try and keep this really simple on how it works. If you basically go into the gym and you do your stuff that we've talked about earlier on, you're physically going to go in the gym and you're going to go and assess your deadlift. So you're going to look at the criteria involved, you're going to know your stance, your setup, and all of the criteria, and you're going to perform, for instance, the five rep max. So once you've done that, you then input the data into your profile in the engine. And what the engine then does is it sorts through all of that data and it says, right, I know how old you are, I know how um, heavy you are, I know your height. So it uses all of that information to say, right, what's your floor? Yeah, what's your ceiling? And it's going to give you a personalised score of what you've just physically
0: achieved in the gym on your deadlift in relation to those two figures. So we've collated our data, we've done our assessments, we've inputted it online. What happens next?
1: The data that we've collected is, is all about programming. I come to you and I say, right Ben, what do you want to do in the gym? And you say... I want to run faster. So you say you want to run faster. Now, the majority of people will program around your goal which a lot of the time is generic so a lot of people use templated programs or, or what we call generic programming systems now what that's going to do is it's going to give you some information to increase your aerobic ability so it's going to do things like intervals or it's going to do various other components to improve your aerobic fitness what it's not going to do is it's not going to personalise it because it doesn't know anything about you. You haven't been tested to see what your performance level is. So that's the reason that we've got to test. We've got to physically get in the gym to do the stuff, to get the data to in order to be able to create a really, really strong programme that you can follow that's ultimately going to bring you the results because otherwise we're, we're just doing it for no reason.
0: So it's not testing for testing's sake there. It's not... Um... It's not throwing something at you, it's not a big scary assessment, it's not a big test that that needs to be um, feared. It is looking at where you're starting now, collecting that data, building a programme to then help you progress forward.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it, because what what we're trying to do is we're trying to basically give you a picture of, of you as an individual, what you are currently capable of and what you are potentially capable of, And then how we get you from what you're currently doing to what your potential is in the shortest way possible, but the most efficient and effective way possible. So who is this actually for? Right, it's for everyone. So if you're a normal person going in the gym, I don't mean normal, I just mean like an unqualified person going in the gym. So if you're an unqualified person going in the gym as a gym member, it's for you to give you your frame of reference to understand how fit you are. Yeah, And for you to have some guidelines as to how to test yourself, the best way and most safe way to do that, and then some information to to create yourself a program. Or it's for a fitness professional or a coach to be able to really drill down into the data aspect um, of their clients, of their players, to understand them on a more fundamental level, to get them to actually do the assessments physically, to be able to create them a really strong program um one of my ideal kind of scenarios is that it's really really built for online training because online training has a tendency to have the strongest or the the biggest uh cookie cutter or template um response because you don't see your clients you don't ever probably see them face to face you might skype with them every now and again but you don't physically see them in the gym so having a really really strong testing process where they can go in the gym you can you can give them a a series of assessments to do. They physically go in there and do them. You know what they're physically capable of. They can film them if they want to for you, uh, so you know that they're hitting the criteria and those sort of things. But that's going to give you a really, really strong amount of data to be able to use in order to create your program so you can realistically turn around and say, the program that I'm producing for you isn't a cookie-cutter. It isn't templated, it's not generic, it's about you, yeah? And then we're going to retest you a little bit later on and we start that whole process again um, and then we can create another programme and everything else off the back of it. So this is really built for your uh, general training in the gym, either face-to-face or online.
0: Cool, so let's wrap this segment up then, Matt. Can you briefly summarise what we've just been discussing?
1: Arkin is the answer to how fit are you? So it's there to produce data, to get you to have an understanding of what your abilities are, and then understand how far you can go in order to be able to create the ultimate program that's for you and nobody else. I think the one phrase that I really like is a phrase that Gymshark used lately, uh, or recently, sorry, where they said, ignore how much the person next to you is lifting. Don't worry what time anyone else finished in, your only competition is you and that's true but and there's there's always a but uh, especially in fitness to compete with yourself you need to understand what you are capable of so it brings us right back to the start what arcan is truly about is to find out how fit you are and what you're capable of and then what you can do going forward ben yeah how do you think that went really well really well really well okay do you need a cup of tea or anything before we carry on are you sure? Yep. Sandwich? Nope. Check emails?
0: Nope.
1: Just crack on them, yeah. Sweet. Okay, then. so it's bracket time.
0: I've got a question, Matt.
1: Go on. What's the bracket? Right, so the bracket's just a stupidly simple concept where every single month we announce a new focus for your training. So one month it might be rowing, and I'll give you a little bit of a hint, and everybody else out there, um, that the first actual assessment or the first event it's the 500 meter row and then every month or subsequently every month we're going to just be releasing a new assessment for you so this is all about focus it's about a way to keep you engaged in the gym it's not meant to replace your programming or anything like that it's just to give you a focus on a different component to your programming Um, whereas every month that's going to change and it's going to basically build between um, different components of your fitness throughout the year
0: am i going to know what the next assessment is
1: You're not. You are going to know on the 31st of the month prior to when we release it. So the order basically goes that we have on the 31st of, let's say, December, we release it to 500-meter row. You get a program from British Rowing straight away to download via email, which um, is professionally put together by their coaches. Uh, And then you have a Hack the Bracket podcast with myself and you, Ben. Um, And we have special guests as well, which come on, uh, which is literally targeted about um, how to improve in that particular assessment that month. And then we have uh, different other resources as well to help you throughout the month. The next component is that we release the next assessment on the 31st of January, but then two weeks into February, you're gonna have a test week where Every single person that's involved in the bracket is going to be doing the testing on the same week. So we'll get all of that. You'll be able to see it all online. You'll be able to see that if you're in the top 64 um, and that's pretty much the format of how it works.
0: So in the first month, it's rowing and doing 500 meter row. Yep. Should I only row for that month?
1: No, because you'd be stupid to only row for that month. Um, as I said before, it's, it's to replace the training that you're currently doing. Did I just say replace? I said replace. Tonight. It's not replace. to replace don't the training replace. that you're doing. No, right. we're not replacing it. It's an addition. So this is just a focal point for you to, to worry about. A 500-meter row is going to take you, what, anywhere between, well, the the, the record's 1 minute 12, um, but we're not expecting that. But So it's going to take you anywhere between that 1 minute 12 to, I don't know, 2 minutes, 2 minutes 10, something like that. So, yeah, don't just do it. Don't just do the 500-meter row. The thing that you will find, though, is that as we progress through the bracket, you're going to be doing more and more things. So we're gonna bring in components of uh, body weight and strength and uh, anaerobic endurance and those sort of things as well. So you will end up with kind of like quite a a lot of sort of structured programming uh, based around lots of different components, but no, ultimately don't replace your training, don't just row, it's there as a focal point.
0: Right, brilliant. So is this for a whole year? Is there a 12 assessments for each of the 12 months?
1: The first nine months, you will have a assessment released every month. And then in the final three months of the year, so it'll be October, November and December, it'll enter into what we call a lockdown, uh, which is when we get the top 64 athletes. Uh, they the top 64 basically with a combined score. So you're going to get scored, yeah, um, from everything that we talked about in the previous part of the podcast with the point system or the score system using ARKIN. Um, you basically are going to get scored all the way through you can repeat your row if you want to. So if you do it and you get, I don't know, a score of 55.6, then if you do it again and again and again, that's just gonna keep increasing your score within the entire kind of table. So if you get to October, it locks down, nine nine months worth of events and sort of assessments uh, and then it locks down if you're in the top 64 brilliant you enter the lockdown competition which is a single elimination kind of tournament if you're not you'll still get access to the assessments that they're doing uh, and you can still play along so to speak you just won't be in that lockdown com- uh, competition component uh, i guess of the bracket that's all does that make sense yeah that
0: makes sense yeah. So what exactly is the purpose of the bracket?
1: There's two parts of it. So one, it's mass participation. So we want as many people as possible to get involved, um, get involved in having a singular focus to their training. But the big key is looking at an individual component of your training and then trying to get you to PB. And this is the whole point. We're trying to look at your things like technique. We're trying to look at things like um, your nutrition. We're trying to look at your recovery. We're trying to look at your mobility. So all these part, all these pieces are going to play a part of coming into each of the individual assessments. But ultimately, it's about you getting the, uh, the very best out of that assessment. So if we're, for instance, doing the row, it's how we're going to help you get the best out of a 500-meter row. When we move on to a different assessment, how are we going to help you get the best out of that assessment as well? I'm trying to do this without giving anything away, by the way. So, uh, yeah, this is all about you just getting a personal best every single month um, in a different part of your fitness, that's all.
0: And not forsaking all the other elements.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah, because if you forsake all the other elements, that you're just going to drop and your overall level of fitness is going to drop. So this is about, yeah, having that, singular I guess individual focus per month um, which contributes to your overall level of fitness yeah
0: so how do you address uh, people's uh, motivation if they feel that they're not uh, strong enough uh, fast enough fit enough uh, early doors if someone thinks that they would like to do this but
1: they don't think they're very good at something mm-hmm. so they automatically think that what's the point in entering if i'm not going to be able to compete with somebody else at a different at a different level is that
0: right exactly that yeah. okay
1: so this stems right back to your gym competition so or your whiteboard or your blackboard within certain gyms the issue that you tend to have is anytime that you enter any of those environments or those scenarios let's call them a competition for for sake of it, that If you've got a blackboard up in the gym and you suddenly go, right, who's got the best deadlift? And you happen to have a 220 kilo deadlift. The moment that you put 220 kilo up, I sit there and think, I can only lift 160 kilo. Therefore, I'm not even going to bother putting mine in or I'm not even going to bother entering this competition. So it's the whole reason that we use Arkin as the engine for the bracket, because what we essentially can do is we can level the playing field. Um, Or metaphorically we can level the playing field. This is exactly the same as playing golf with a handicap So I'm not very good at golf But I can still go and play with my friends because we use the handicap system and therefore it levels the playing field and we We can all have the same experience wandering around the golf course Um, I wander around it more than everybody else because I have to keep going to find my ball But so we've kind of done exactly the same thing with Arken So we've leveled that playing field by using the Arken point system. So you won't see On the 500 metre row, you won't see that somebody's done a 1 minute, 15 second, 500 metre row. You will see a score that represents where they are in between their floor and ceiling. And your score will represent where you are as well in between your floor and your ceiling. So that's how we've levelled the playing field. So you won't see the raw score. You will see the the performance score, so to speak. If you're really bad at rowing, but you want to get in the bracket, I would guess that As we go through the next nine months, there's going to be things that you're really good at. So just because you're not very good at the road doesn't mean that you can't be part of the bracket because A, it's something that you probably should be focusing on if you're not very good um, in order to get better. But also, there's lots of other events that you're probably going to be very good at and somebody else is going to be really poor at. So therefore, it will even out as we go through the whole sort of period of the bracket.
0: So we're also looking at a change in mindset then, really. Instead of looking at scores in absolute measures, we're looking at scores in relative measures, which also then plays into people's motivations and discipline. Now, it's not always enough to be motivated to go to the gym because motivation ebbs and flows, whereas discipline is a skill that you can develop, and the more disciplined you are, the more times you're going to turn up, the more consistent you're going to be. And that shift in mindset away from Absolute. I can't lift X amount, I can't run this fast in terms of this is what I can do, it's my relative score.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want anybody to feel that because they're older that they can't compete or because they're female... Uh, and they don't lift as much as somebody else, or they're not as big as somebody else, or they're not as fast as somebody else. That they can't compete in the same level in the gym as somebody else. So that was everything that the bracket was meant to do, or meant to alleviate. So it doesn't matter who you are. It it it's just evaluating your performance. And like you've just said, it's creating that adherence to the exercise. It's creating that focus point. Yeah. To this is your. 500 meter row or this is one of your other assessments and that's the focal point so your motivation for lots of other things might like you say ebb and flow but this is what we want you to focus on and this is what's going to give you um the the reward so to speak or that ongoing kind of reward as you go through so yeah exactly that which allows
0: you to then keep coming back year on year and keep that that consistency of training and keep you developing this isn't a quick fix this is a whole lifestyle change this is continually looking to make small incremental improvements. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, let me get this straight then. This is uh, videos are going to be submitted online or a personal trainer, a gym instructor is going to oversee you, uh, but there may be people that are regular gym members or that train at home. Uh, can they still submit scores and how do we address the situation of people that are hyper competitive and that may embellish their scores to uh, jump ahead and get into the lockdown?
1: yeah ultimately revolves around the criteria so right at the start when we at the start of this podcast we talked about arkin and the engine so as part of the assessments we created a set of really strict criteria that you need to follow according to every assessment so basically what we're going to do is we're going to verify those videos and verify those attempts against the criteria and if any of them fall off that criteria then then it's a no-go we've tested this quite a lot over the last kind of 12 months so um yeah video submission Against the criteria, anything that doesn't pass just gets eliminated. Also, if you you'll have a set time frame in order to submit your score. If you don't submit on the right date, and say let's go, let's say that the number one ranked person is against the number sixty fourth ranked person, um, they'll have a certain time frame in which to submit their score and which to submit their video. If they do it and they don't get it right and we tell them uh, or they don't submit in time, then it's tough. And the person, that, that their opposition automatically goes through to the next round.
0: So talking of rounds, how many rounds are there?
1: Right, so I briefly mentioned it before, but we start off with the round of 64. Um, so they're all seeded, as I said before, to you uh, from 1 to 64. They then progress through to the round of 32. You then get to what's called the Super 16. Uh, you then progress to the Big 8, the Elite 4, and the Top 2. So all in all, it's uh, as I say, it's a, it's a it's a technically it's a single elimination tournament until you get to the Top 2.
0: So you mentioned their tournament. Is this a sport, or is sport too... Uh specific in what we're looking for and this is we're looking at a a, not general fitness but we're looking at all other aspects of fitness yeah this
1: isn't a sport yeah so Um, this isn't a sport this is just about evaluating pretty much fitness at its core level so this is looking at all the different components of fitness from strength to cardio to endurance to uh, power all those different aspects we've even included body weight in in some of the uh, movement assessments as well this is purely about fitness and analyzing fitness of someone versus somebody else
0: but that's not to say that sportsmen and women can't get involved in that because they are going to have certain attributes that make them better at their chosen sport that they play we're not discluding those we're we're allowing them to see where they their physical components sit
1: yeah 100 percent. and you'll you'll probably find that certain sports people have got like you say certain attributes or certain skill sets that are going to make them really good at the bracket uh, and that's inevitable um but You will have to be an all-rounder. You will have to be pretty good uh, across the board. So somebody who's very good at one particular thing probably won't get through. Um, So you are going to need a broad base of of overall fitness rather than just one specific thing,
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, So we're going to end up with a a winner then at the end of the um, lockdown. Yeah. So what are the benefits then of joining the bracket? The
1: bracket should be about your journey in fitness. So the benefit is you gain a much better understanding of how fit you are and what your strengths are, what you're good at, what you're not good at, holistically about how you look at yourself as well within fitness. I'm going to give you a little bit of a clue. We all know that strength is going to be part of the bracket. And one of the biggest components to strength and how we analyze strength is power to weight. So you're going to need to look at things like not how much you lift, but how much you lift in comparison to your body weight. So you're going to need to holistically look at your body. You're going to need to say, do you carry three or four kilo that you don't necessarily need? And therefore, if you drop that but lift the same, that increases your score. And that might be the tipping point to which you get into the lockdown. Or if you're in the lockdown, that might be the tipping point to you getting through to the next round. It's not always about lifting more. It's not always about getting faster. It's about you. We've said this all the way through this podcast and you, the bracket should be your way of understanding your fitness level and everything that surrounds that. You said it before, sleep, nutrition, recovery, everything, every component you're going to need to bring into the bracket and that's what you should get out of it. Yes, there's prizes for the person that wins the, the ultimate lockdown. But if you can get through the bracket, if you can get to the end of year one and you can understand yourself a lot more and you can understand what your weaknesses are and you can work on those. And then the next year you go back in the bracket and you can get better and better again. You might never get in the lockdown. And that's cool. Yeah, because every year if you progress, that's our job done. That's what you're getting out of it.
0: So what do people do after September if they don't make the lockdown? What do you recommend they do?
1: We recommend that if you don't make the lockdown, A, you still pay you still be you're still a part of it. You're still part of the collective. Yeah. You're still preparing. You're still doing all of the same stuff that you were before. You're still engaged in the same group. But you will get access to the assessments that they do. So I would recommend that you do them. Yeah. And you play along, yeah, as though you're in the bracket you're just not in that elimination point. So you can still see how you compare. Funny thing is, it might be that something in the lockdown is something that you are particularly good at and you might actually outscore some of the people in the bracket and that should give you a massive incentive to then sit there and think, right... I just need to work on my weaknesses from last year because some of the other parts of the bracket and I actually might get through to the lockdown because some of the lockdown features or some of the lockdown assessments, I'm actually better than some of those that are actually in it at the moment. It's just they perform better than you in some of the other stuff earlier on. So um, yeah, so ultimately, like I said before, you might not get in and that's cool. This is about you. It's about understanding your fitness and and what you can get out of the bracket eventually as well.
0: So that end of September then into the next year's bracket, that is the golden opportunity for people to crush their weaknesses and really dial in everything that they need to do to get themselves ready for next year so that you can beat you last year.
1: Yeah, that's the time. That That's the time to really analyse what you were like over the first nine months, what you've committed to, what your weaknesses are, and then really kind of create yourself a programme or get somebody else to create your programme Um that, that dial into those weaknesses of you as you've just said and, and create strengths out of them ready for the next year
0: sweet i'm in sign me up how do i sign up
1: right so it's super simple you need to go to the bracket page so you go to Arcan archon app app.com you can then go to the bracket section of the website Go through there. That's got all of the information. You can read about a little bit more about it if there's anything you still don't understand from this podcast. So you can go on that section. That will then shift you straight through to the platform, which is where you need to put in uh, and register all of your data points. So your height, your weight, your age, your gender and all of those things. You then create your profile from there you then purchase the bracket so the bracket so that everybody understands is 20 pounds so it's literally 20 pounds for the whole year that's not per month repeat that's not per month so you pay a one-off fee and that's you in you then get access to all the social media uh, all the hack the bracket podcasts you then get the programming every month that coincides with the event or the assessment as well so it's just literally a one-off payment Um, What you will get is that when you see on the platform, it will open up the bracket section on the uh, left hand uh, hamburger menu as well. Um, You'll get an email confirming your place within the bracket uh, and then we'll communicate with you via that email system from there. The bracket table and the bracket actual um, visual won't open on the main platform until December the 31st when the first actual assessment is released.
0: Cool, brilliant, sounds super simple. Uh, are there any other ways, any other social media platforms we can stay up to date with what's going on as the bracket unfolds?
1: Yeah, so you can catch up with everything on the website itself, which is, uh, you'll find it at arcan-app.com, or you can go on Instagram, which is at arcan-app, all one word. You can go on Facebook, which again is arcan-app, all one word. Uh, Twitter, you can go on at, at arcan underscore app this time. Or if you go on LinkedIn, uh, you just search for ARCHON, A-R-C-H-O-N, and you'll find it all through there as well. One quick thing is that you don't need to register necessarily straight away for the bracket. You can register at any point throughout the year. So if you register, let's say, ideally, you want to get straight in at the start. But if you uh, don't hear about it or you, um, uh, you're you away or something like that and you want to um joining say let's say march or april you can do that and then there's a bracket update section of the website which has got all the previous information about the assessments uh, all of the different uh, programs and everything else as well so once you go in you'll get access to that you'll download them all and you'll be able to catch up and input all of your scores uh, um, basically from that point onwards
0: can i start training for this now or do i have to wait until the first assessment is released
1: no you can start training you can start training now so this is like we said before, this gives you a focus to your training. So, you're probably already in the gym. If you're not, this is a great thing to uh, get you motivated to go into the gym and it will give you that focus point. So, yeah, any kind of benchmark base level of fitness that you can get, if you don't have one now, great. What you're not going to be able to do is you're not going to be able to think of a specific way to train so to speak that's going to help you with the bracket because you don't know what's coming up so you might have it in your head that we're going to do a squat we might not yeah so there would be no real fundamental reason for you to suddenly sit there and think i'm going to follow a dedicated squat program to put on 100 kilo on my squat or whatever else as well if it doesn't come up that's not that's not me saying don't go and squat yeah because you should be squatting anyway because it's a fundamental exercise. But um, yeah, don't try and guess what the events are or the assessments are, uh, and try and pre-design your training program for it. Follow a good structured, standardized program. These are going to add focus and add add kind of like a one dimension or a different dimension to your training every month. But yeah, don't try and guess and and try and preempt what we what we're bringing in, and then isolatedly train for that. That is the end of our first hack the bracket podcast so how do you think it went ben
0: i thought it was the best first podcast we've recorded today so matt is there any final messages you want to say
1: in the words of ross edgley be stupid enough to start something and stubborn enough to finish it i like that